0: Hello, everybody. Hey, I'm Matt. I'm Zach. And this is MC Car Guys Podcast. You can reach us on all
1: the social media at mzcarguys. Or if you want to, you can drop us a line at mzcarguys at gmail.com. So uh, we've got kind of a cool thing for you. Um, I went to a thing. And I'd like to talk about it. Should I be a Topical little bit news? more? Should 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 I? W- w- I easy, easy. Us and relevant don't exactly go hand in hand. Hey, we got to try something new, right? Yeah. So, so for our listening audience, including those in Brazil. St- Still can't figure out why in the world Brazil is our number two listening audience, but. We're not complaining. uh, No, not at all. Anyways, um, I'd like to talk about Rivian. How's that? What do you think, Matt? 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 Matt,
0: can you hear me now? I can hear you now. That was really weird. Um, sorry about the dead air, guys. I thought I was uh, my mic was on. Um, so riffing is sort of like the anti-Tesla in a way, uh, as an electric company, because they don't get into the hype. Really, they're about making. Seems to make about making a quality product first, and then letting the chips fall where they may, um, so to speak. You know. And the the amount of money they've got coming in now from GM, Ford, and now Amazon is not not GM really. Exactly, I lose you. No, I'm here. Okay, um, I was just saying the uh, you know when, when companies that size are are backing this electric startup company, even though they've been around for a long time, and we kind of talked about this in a previous podcast really, really encouraging, and uh, I have huge, huge hopes for this company in the future, and they seem to be have some really clever product and some really good packaging and seem to be doing everything kind of the right way, and I have, have really high hopes for
1: their future. Well, Rivian kind of really popped onto the scene uh, at the uh, LA Auto Show back in 2018. They really kind of took a lot of people by surprise, including Matt and I. We had never heard of them at all. You know, this whole concept of electric truck, you know, whatever. You know, the the only electric thing was was Tesla. And you know, even though they've been around since 2009, um, they They've kind of spent a lot of time in the in in the shadow. Well, not really in the shadows. I don't want to make them, make them sound like that. With, with
0: behind the scenes, they've been doing things very very quietly.
1: Yeah, they've been doing very th- things very very quiet behind the scenes, getting uh getting a lot of you know uh, a lot of backing, a lot of financial support and stuff, and um they uh they revealed at the LA Auto Show back back in 2018, they kind of did something weird in the fact that they presented a ready-to-produce vehicle. I, I mean, that's that's insane. That's unheard of. Most of the time, it's, here's this shadowy image. By the way, we need to get some people backing us. Um, you know, if you know of any investors, please let us know we've got these and, and then it was these just, and normally it's like these, you know, it's going to have like, you know, a a thousand horsepower and it's going to have, you know, it's going to be able to, you know, climb up a, you know, 90 degree vertical wall and just make all of these really, really ridiculous claims. And then. When it finally gets ready for production and stuff like that, all right. So it's going to have like five horsepower. Um, it'll go up like a three percent grade, you know. And you know, and then the reality kind of hits. With this company, it's like they it's, it's it's like they took what everybody else was doing and said, "Wait a minute, that's stupid." And they came with a the truck. They said, "Look, it's going to have quad motors. Um, you know, we're going to have true torque vectoring." And then people are like, well, can it can it do a you know can it do it basically like 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 a like a tank churn where the wheels can go? No, no, we're not going to talk about anything like that. You know, we're just, you know, it it can it's going to be able to do some you know some torque vectoring and stuff like that. It'll be able to, you know, and and it has some pretty impressive figures, but all of the figures are logical. It makes sense.
0: Yeah, realistic. I mean,
1: yeah, realistic, which is you know, just crazy. You know, it's going to have, you know, it's going to have four hundred and two horsepower on the bottom end, seven hundred fifty four horsepower on the top end, with you know, four hundred thirteen you know, you know pound feet of torque on the top end, eight hundred and twenty three pound feet of torque on the on the top end. You know, acceleration is going to be between you know 3 and 5 seconds and stuff and it's like oh my gosh this thing is actually logical <laughs> you know it's
0: it gives me hope that there's more out there than just the silicon valley hype machine that that tesla's become you know it's it's not quite electric cars for the people because they're still they're still expensive. Electric cars just are. But it, but it seems to be electric cars for people for for the rational people.
1: Well, yeah, because they they presented a a, a five passenger pickup truck. Um, it, it's easy to use the analogy of the Honda Ridgeline because it is a unit body. But we'll get to actually that because I have some I have I. I post something to Matt and I'm not sure I'm not sure if my brain is going in a correct direction or not. But anyways, but it's 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 essentially all one piece and stuff, um, for the most part. Um it's kind of proportioned, very similar to like the Honda Ridge line and everything. Um you know, it is a, a usable bed, it's not a great bed, you know, it's not a huge, you know, bed and everything like that. Um but it's interesting that you talk about the um, the price and stuff because they originally announced that it would be, you know, around seventy thousand. So normally, what does that mean? That normally means it's going to be a little bit more once it gets to closer to production, right? Right. No, at this event that I went to. Uh, back on the twenty sixth, uh, they actually announced that no, no, it's actually going to be less than seventy thousand. Sorry about that; what we was
0: miscalculated.
1: That's <laughs> great. I, I, like... Well,
0: J- Jalopnik came out with a reaction article right away after the event happened, and and they said, "Well, how much less? I mean, five hundred less." Eh, two thousand less, okay. Five thousand less. Now everyone's got their ears up. So it's you know we'll see. It's it's probably going to be somewhere in that range, right between five hundred and five thousand. I don't think it's gonna be five thousand less. That doesn't seem like
1: possible. No, you're probably going to be like two three thousand dollars less is what I would guess. But still, something like that. But yeah. still, when has when has Tesla ever come out with anything that was less than he first proposed? Never. Yeah, how many how many of the uh, quote unquote thirty five thousand dollar Model Threes have you seen? <laughs> uh, because they've, they've, they they they've, don't exist.
0: Yep, they've never built one.
1: Yep. You know, it's, but, I mean,
0: Tesla does the funny thing, right? Where every color you choose, except for white, costs extra. You know, so right there, you're going to get it out of the $35,000 range, you know, except black costs extra, Uh, leather is extra, Um, and so on and so forth. You know, autopilot alone is $6,000, you know, and and I get it. I mean, you know, no one talks about the fact that they're paying a massive bill to AT&T every month for the uh, SIM card that's in every car for the -the over-the-air updates, that's it I think that's that's an incurred cost. Um I'm not sure I'd call it worth it. But you know I also wouldn't call it worth it the fact that you can make your car make fart noises. So Yeah. Tesla's do. You know. Or what what's what's the new one? Oh, um you can you can play you can play Netflix, which is also kind of worthless to me, uh in the car. And there's some video game you are going to be able to use the main screen as a video game screen which is weird because it's in portrait mode not in landscape and all video games are in landscape so that doesn't make a lot of sense
1: yeah i mean it's yeah anyways i mean get, getting away from tesla
0: well yeah it's, it's all extra cost things that are just there's weird novelty came out of elon musk's brain he had the money to pay his engineers to do it so they did it doesn't actually make sense for the
1: yeah no, I mean, this is, and I don't, I mean, I mean, you know, and, and, and Rivian will probably do some, you know, some over the air stuff. And, you know, the, you'll probably have a couple of those stuff like that. But the fact that, the fact that they, they came out with, they basically presented to the people a usable, functional product right out of the gate. Hey, here's this thing then and this is another thing which totally encouraged me so they they bought an old mitsubishi plant uh over in uh normal illinois
0: i love um, that town
1: that's a great name it's it's just about yeah exactly that's, that's the so,
0: most midwestern name
1: ever it yes yes um so anyways So, so, so they went over. So, they sent a bunch of, uh, a bunch of, uh, buyers over to normal Illinois because they were going to do, they were, they were setting up to do some auctioning off of basically all of the stuff inside of the, uh, of the factory, the factory itself, blah, blah, blah. And they were, they were at first, they were only interested in, uh, the uh, the 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 stamping equipment. So so the equipment that that stamps the all of the, uh, the the sheet metal and the body parts and stuff like that. So at first that was all they were interested in. So they so they sent these people over there, and and they got there, and you know of course the it, normal Illinois is not ex, it's not right next to anything. I mean it's not far away from everything, but it's you know it's kind of you know it's kind of more on more on the end of you know the the bottom end of, of of Illinois and stuff and uh so they stayed um actually it's kind of right in the middle of Illinois uh sorry about that um but they they stayed in the town and as they stayed in the town and a lot of locals of course are asking hey what are you you know why? Why are you guys here? Blah, blah blah. You know you're not from around here, kind of a thing, and stuff. And they said, "Oh, you know, we're going to be, you know, you know, we're going to be, you know, maybe buying some of the some of the stuff at the plant and everything like that." And the thing is, is that this town is full of people who used to work at the plant, and these people were so nice to them and they were so uh, the, the, the the civic pride in what they used to build at the plant and the fact that they used to build at the plant and all of this other stuff and they had the wherewithal to go okay, hold on there's something special here we need to act on this and they got a hold of, uh, of uh, RJ Scaringe and and they talked to him and a couple, you know, maybe some of the other higher ups and stuff like that, and said, "Hey, we need to not only buy this plant and basically create, you know, have our factory production here, but we also need to utilize this entire town as our support structure." So not only have they. Not only have they been able to buy um, an entire plant, which by the way, they got everything, including all of the contents and everything inside of it, for only $16 million, which I would think is an absolute freaking steal. Um, You know, but they were able to get. All of the civic support behind it, you know. You know what I mean. It, you know what, what do you think? Well, about
0: yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I was was wasn't sure how, you know, at what point your anecdote was going to end. No, it's um.
1: I, I get that a it's lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just a great story all the way around, you know. Uh, small startup company making a french product comes into hurting town makes town feel better town appreciates them they appreciate the town everyone wins you know yeah. it's like i don't i don't see any downside to that whatsoever uh didn't they say they had to significantly retool a lot of the stamping they were uh buying, buying in the first place oh yeah
1: oh yeah oh my gosh yeah. is
0: the that were made there were so different. A lot of unibody stuff and a lot of car-based. Well, yeah, I mean, though.
1: it it was it, the the Mitsubishi plant. Um, I can't remember what they built there. Um, like Monteros and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I I think it was. I think it was like the Mitsubishi Monteros and everything. But because of the fact that, and and I guess I can go ahead and talk about this right now. So they they have what's called a skateboard platform which essentially they create a uh a multi-use um just flat you know drivetrain and um and you know basically a rolling chassis uh with all of the battery pack and everything and all the drive motors and everything like that and then you just basically just bolt something on top of it um which Sounds a lot like body on frame, and I guess there's a there's a technicality that maybe you could call it that, you know, sort of thing. Um, but the vast majority of the body itself is actually unibody, and everything. Um, but the, the, so 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 the piece that
0: bolts to the skateboard is a unibody.
1: Yeah, yeah. The piece that bolts to the skateboard is is a unibody. So I guess the okay. the body is a unibody. And it attaches to the skateboard. It's um, a unibody frame. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's a unibody and frame. It's it's a hybrid. <laughs> it's a hybrid electric. Anyways. Oh my gosh.
0: Anyway.
1: Yeah. So anyways, so so they've they they've been able to do something though that Tesla hasn't been able to do. And that is get some really, really significant um, financial support from other entities. So Tesla has, for the most part, been driven by Elon Musk wealth. He's put a lot of his own personal money into this. RJ Scaringe, on the other hand um who didn't have billions and billions and billions you know from creating PayPal or anything like that he's he's an MIT grad he's a fellow floridian uh he and I actually uh I I talked to him at the event and stuff like that and he and I actually grew up like 25 miles from each other i mean it was, it was nuts um in down in uh, central florida but um, the 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 cool part is is that I mean you've got like, Amazon's come in, and Ford has come in. And you know he's gotten a lot of um, GM too I think, no not General Motors, General Motors yeah? hasn't okay. I don't think, um, okay. but so, so somebody else is interested I know.
0: In what they're doing but, yeah. yeah please continue,
1: so but um i mean but it, it's but they've raised like like almost 300 or 3 billion dollars in 2 years that's amazing and you know and and so you know um so amazon is wanting them to build um a uh a line for uh for uh, for delivery vans, mm-hmm. and uh, Ford is going to be—they're uh, actually using uh, the the Rivian platform uh, for some of their uh, for some some of the the first uh, all-electric um, Lincoln's and stuff. Hmm. So the reason why this like, encourages me, like 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 a like a new Navigator that size. I don't know, I don't know probably something this uh, probably uh, probably the size of- maybe, maybe the aviator you know the
0: aviator's an an explorer
1: uh yeah basically
0: okay Yeah, because the r one s is roughly the size of an aviator but the but yeah. the r one t is roughly the size of a navigator, so mm-hmm. it's possible it could be both that that's that intrigues me so yeah
1: anyway go ahead so so the cool thing is is and 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 where and where where tesla and i'm really sorry everybody for making you know for for keeping on this this comparison that you know that type of thing i actually said something to uh to to a couple people there including uh mr Scrooge. <coughs> um you know about i'm i'm sure you're tired of hearing the comparison between you and tesla and they're like no 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 we get it <laughs> you know it's 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 the obvious thing but one of the things that Tesla had the biggest hiccup with is that Tesla hired some people from, uh, that, that have run, you know, like factories and stuff like that, um, to, to help put together their production and everything like that. And, and of course, Elon Musk being Elon Musk, you know, you know, oh, we'll produce like 5 million in the first month. Um, you know, Um, you know, and so they, they hit a lot of, uh, production hurdles and everything. Um, the thing with Rivian is the fact that they've got a thousand, uh, a thousand vehicle order from Amazon, or sorry, a hundred thousand vehicle order from Amazon. So that's instantly a hundred thousand that they have to make. They also are producing all of the skateboards, and evidently, I guess the skateboard uh, the skateboard platform is expandable and so forth. You can make it longer, mm-hmm. shorter, whatever you need to. Makes sense. Um, but Ford is going to be doing a lot of assisting on them putting their. Production lines together. You know, oh well, wow. not actually. You know, I I don't think that they're actually like helping them do it, but giving them a lot of insight and 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 watching and stuff like that. You know, and so the company who basically took automotive production line assembly to a whole new level a hundred years ago. I think they've got a little bit of a good reputation for putting together something that works.
0: I they they have some experience at huh? it. They've certainly been doing it for a while.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. They've they've done this once or twice. So, anyways, so so the fact that you've got Ford backing you up, and Ford is actually so I think they announced today, um, you know, electric Lincolns. So. They know that Rivian has to, you know, put it up and stuff. And, and before Ford is able, you know, before they're going to go in, you know, because if Rivian can't produce, this is a huge major bottleneck that could seriously mm-hmm. hurt them. And so they need to have the confidence that Rivian's going to be able to, to do it and and i mean and obviously rivian's shown them yes we can do this we can put this together and stuff and so it it's it just the organization itself just screams we know what the hell we're doing you know we're not we're, we're not going to build rockets we're not putting a tunnel under los angeles you know <laughs> We're not going to start up a solar company, you know, solar panel company.
0: We're not going to so, sell blow torches.
1: Yeah, we're not going to sell blow torches. <laughs> sadly, but you know, we're we're going to produce these vehicles. But it's not only that; it's the fact that. Yeah, it's the fact that they've been able to get this mindset because, because at first they had, uh, you know, like in 2011, uh, they introduced a, uh, an actual uh, like electric, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, Electric, uh, like electric sports car. And they kind of unveiled this prototype and it didn't really go anywhere and stuff like that. And instead of beating their head against the wall and saying, no, 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 we're going to make this thing work. They said, you know what? Scrap it. We see everything is going towards midsize truck and SUV. And we're going to go in that direction. We're going to create two flagship models. The R1T, and and I'll talk about the the, the truck and, and the and the and the and the SUV later, and then of course a three row midsize SUV, slightly more than midsize, or 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 on the on the on the upper end of the midsize and stuff. But they not only decided to make it, they decided to make this thing really freaking capable. I mean speak I have you seen the video of uh, of the uh, of the tank turn Yeah
0: yeah well, the, the problem is, is is that when nerds like you and I see a video of a car doing a tank turn and we already knew that it had a four motor system in it at least I looked at the video and went well yeah <laughs> like it wasn't I I wasn't I wasn't impressed by it just because I knew that a four motor vehicle with the right software programming can always do that. You know, it's not, it's not like they're reinventing anything, but it is, it is a. Matt Farah put it really well of the Spoken tire. He said, This is a great example of how, how a car manufacturer, when they market it something, is supposed to make up their own game and then win at it. Exactly. It's not the Cybertruck. You don't make up your own game where you throw a heavy ball at a window and then have it break
1: yeah yeah so like 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 i i would suspect that rivian would have gone through like five or six windows of stuff being oh, thrown yeah. out before oh, yeah. they, they ever did it in front of the public
0: oh yeah they they would have recreated the exact presentation word for word step for step gesture for gesture Exactly, at least a half dozen times, like Zach is saying, before they even brought it out to the public, and Elon just went, "Oh yeah, whack whack, crunch, oops,
1: oh, well we'll we'll fix that later." Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, he, you know, his words were a little stronger than "oops," but um, yeah. But there you go. It's... But but yeah, that's 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 a big difference between 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 Tesla and Rivian. I'm sorry, the comparisons are just too easy because everyone knows Tesla now. They've done a really good job of making sure everyone knows who they are. Even if their cars don't exist in this country between the two coasts, there are very few places outside of the West Coast and the East Coast where you can find a Tesla. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's... one of the really cool things was is that and i saw an interview uh or not not an interview but i saw a um it was, it was a guy on on uh, on youtube um and uh it's uh the, the fast lane truck and they do a lot of like off-roading stuff and everything like that and once they once they came out with the uh with the the video of of the the, the tank churn and how he's able to you know how he's able to you know to do the you know basically spin just in a circle and he right, inside of its own radius yeah basically yeah yeah within its own wheelbase it's able to just spin um if you haven't seen it just look up rivian tank turn it's, it's it's an absolute blast to watch but he was saying he goes look this is more than just a party trick he says this has real off road uh you know, oh, application and stuff. Yeah, this is yeah, real off-road yeah. applications. He's yeah, like, if does. you have, you know, if you have the ability to, you know, say, spin the tires in a way that it actually kicks you off to the side, like, like, like say, just you know, you know, moves you sideways, or if you get into a position where you're kind of stuck, and you're like, man, if I could only just turn myself you know like 90 degrees you know from, yeah. from where I am I'd be able to get out of this he goes the the, the ability of this thing is just going to be absolutely insane and the fact that Rivian is making sure to put um, charging points and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's fast charging you know like, like level 3 fast charging points like DC fast charging points at all the major trailheads in the United States. Oh, that's, that's funny. Yeah. You know,
0: has has everybody talk about what kind of wattage they're going to be doing with DC Fast, though?
1: Um, I believe they're going to be able to do up to 300. Okay. That, that they'll okay. be able to. Electrify America is doing
0: up to 400, so I just wanted to check in.
1: Yeah yeah so I mean maybe it is maybe it is up to four hundred. I could be wrong well I don't know I wouldn't doubt we'll i mean R- Rivian's working really close with Electrify America, oh really okay, yeah, well, because that's a billion dollar investment that Volkswagen's putting in, and so if you can go ahead and and instead of trying to build your own thing, just go ahead and increase the Ability of that, you know, kind of make make yeah. make something bigger, you know, make something big bigger. I think would be the proper way of putting it and stuff.
0: Right, uh, flesh out the uh, the network, uh, yeah. st- the transition network.
1: Although yeah. I have heard, I, I heard this this criticism, and I don't fully understand it because it, it to me it's a bit short sighted. So I did hear a person. Complain that Rivian didn't decide to build its own charging network, and I thought That's that silly. I thought that was really really stupid because yeah. at the time, and, and he brings up, and he, of course, he brought up Tesla and their supercharging network, right? And I thought it was really kind of dumb because when Tesla came up with their supercharging network, they had to. There was literally almost nothing. Yeah. There was there was barely a level two charging network, let alone a DC fast charging level network.
0: Yeah, but that's that's a big part of it. And the other thing is that if you if you put together your own network, first of all, the cost outlay is prohibitive, but oh but because of Tesla, we now have an additional charging charging port standard like if they if somehow if tesla had been able to i mean it didn't work out timing wise tesla was too early in the game but if tesla had been able to do dc fast or level three charging ports then which is you know which piggybacks on um uh, on the give me a second on the cc2 charging standard uh for yeah. so the plug we'd things would be a whole lot simpler you know, Chasma well, would be completely out of the game.
1: It's well, so something easy. Something that I heard, which kind of took me aback, um, and I haven't, you know, looked up to verify it or something like that, but somebody said something in one of the videos that I watched that in Europe, Teslas have CC- CCS. That they don't have Tesla, that there is no supercharged network in Europe that it is the standard level 3 level 3 DC fast charging that almost everything uses except for Chatamo.
0: interesting
1: so I mean it, it, here That'd here's a question here's a question how hard would it be really well I guess you couldn't do that because everything's on anyways screw Tesla Moving on. Well, um, so,
0: yeah. go ahead. So it's the skateboard. Let's, let's go back to the skateboard just for a second because I think yeah. this is really, no pun intended, this is the foundation of what Rivian's is doing. And so, if you, if you imagine a, a regular car chassis, you eliminate the need for an engine So you have a front subframe with suspension connected to it. You have a rear subframe with suspension connected to it and the obvious wheels. And in between you have a flat rectangular battery pack and you can modify that battery pack. You take that middle bit and you make it longer and it increases the wheelbase. and you make it wider and it increases the track.
1: And And you 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 forgot quad electric motors.
0: I didn't forget the quad
1: electric motors, but thank you. Um, okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> That's all right. Those are those are more part of the subframe, um, because they're they're I think they're all axle based. Are they not? To what? The motors are all axle based. They're all at one at one one per axle.
1: Yes. Yeah. One okay. per axle.
0: So, so basically, they're, they sandwiched, took them...
1: they're sandwiched inboard. They're they're not outboard. They're inboard.
0: Right. So which which is the exact same thing that Acura does. So the motors that drive the front wheels on the NSX and the rear wheels on the RLX hybrid mimic more or less the four motors on the Rivian system. Okay. So all you have to do is take that skateboard, modify it. So I think we talked about this too on on another podcast, but the Porsche Taycan takes the exact same skateboard, but because it's a sports car, they take out the cells that are where the, driver and passenger's front feet would be, would rest to, so that they can have everything be lower to the ground. So the, so you basically sit on the battery pack, more or less. Um, and they lose a little bit of capacity, but they also gain that sporty feel, a true sedan. You don't feel like you're in some sort of lifted wagon kind of a feel. Well, yeah. Raging doesn't have to do that because you're already in a truck slash SUV. So you have that extra battery pack room. It goes all the way across. If a battery goes bad, you pull out the section, you put in a new one, and away you go.
1: Easy peasy. It's brilliant. Yeah. Well, what's, what's also really nice is the fact that that said battery pack, there, there, there's going to be three of them available on the R1T, which is the truck, and the R1S, which is the SUV. Um, and it's going to be the <laughs> the smallest battery pack, is 105 kilowatt hour, nice. which is five kilowatt hour larger than what Tesla makes right now. Not right. going into the Cybertruck geometric monstrosity, or well, so that that whole, that
0: whole truck is vaporware for right now anyway. It's not even worth discussing.
1: Yeah, basically. So, so you have 105 kilowatt hour, which is its base one which is good for about 240 miles, um, you know, 230, 240. You have the middle one, which is the 135 kilowatt hour battery pack. That's the one that's going to be the performance version. That's the one oh, interesting. where... Interesting, okay. Yeah, that's the one where it's going to be 750 horsepower, or, 700, yeah, 750 horsepower. Um and it's going to be able to do you know zero to sixty in three seconds, um, and but it'll have a, basically about a three hundred three twenty mile range,
0: which is still respectable.
1: Well, here here comes the respectable. So their top engine, basically their their long range one, is a hundred eighty kilowatt hour battery pack. So basically take <laughs> take. Take a, a P... One, uh, yeah, so take a, a 100... P90. Yeah, yeah. So take a P90 so, and double it. Well, a P90 and double it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Right. So it gets over 400-mile range.
0: That's your Texas model.
1: That is your Texas model. Now, here's the cool thing. This thing is... St- stupidly off-road capable it's able to go through three feet of water which is a lot of water Mm -hmm. and the reason why it can't go through more is not because of the fact that anything will actually happen to it as far as like getting stuff wet or whatever like it can't take that because there is no intake there is no exhaust it doesn't care everything's sealed right it's the archimedes principle it will literally float away (laughs) <laughs> which which just just for a moment, the fact that okay, a Tesla
0: Model X with a one hundred kilowatt hour battery pack is approaching six thousand pounds away, I think it's like fifty six hundred pounds something in that range, so if you double the battery pack size, let's just use round numbers, let's just say it's six thousand pounds for this r one t and it floats away. <laughs>
1: In, in three and a half feet of water. Yeah. I mean, it's.
0: That's incredible. So. I mean, granted you probably have a water sealed cabin. So you've got the air of the cabin, not just the tires, but yeah. still, it's it's pretty remarkable. So basically, at that point, you're spinning the tires as, as the world's worst paddles.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have some serious off road tires on it, which. Oh, well, sure. The, yeah. Yeah. Which at, at the open house that I was at, these things had some you know the the truck itself oh that that's the other thing so a lot of times with uh with with prototype vehicles which is essentially what i was looking at but they're they're, they're production ready prototypes it's just the reason why they have to call them prototypes because they were all hand built as opposed to you know sent through the yeah you know sent through the the factory production line but they all had off the rack, Pirelli tires. Nice. They were they 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 were just uh, different versions of uh, the uh, the the Pirelli Scorpion, or Scorpio. But the one on but the one on the R one T the truck. It had some serious knobby. Like I mean, like like stuff that I haven't seen since a since a Jeep Wrangler. Oh, cool. And so with something like that you could technically paddle yourself forward because <laughs> sure well <laughs> so. I
0: keep thinking back to an old Grand Tour episode
1: yeah
0: boy, the water got a little bit too deep I think it was uh, I mean, it was either Grand Tour or was the end of Top Gear one of the two but um, I think James and Suzuki ended up just about ready to float away because it was so little and light but
1: yeah no no yeah. that was the yeah that, that was the Grand Tour yeah. I was actually watching that episode a couple weeks ago. Anyways, but but it it's 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 interesting because of the fact of the amount of effort that they've put into this to make a truly off-road worthy vehicle. And you know, and, and, and they do the regular electric car thing, um, you know, which is the environmental impact is much less because it's electric and not burning gasoline and stuff like that. Um, but they also talk about, you know, very practical stuff, you know, of course there is the, you know, it's not burning gas and stuff like that. You're not, you know, pumping a bunch of, you know, carbon monoxide and and other fumes into, you know, pristine wilderness kind of an area. Um, you know, like, like like you would if you had like say like a diesel. Um oh, but but also the noise. Oh yeah, black like thereof. Be- because it's completely silent, you don't have this huge amount of noise pollution as you go through. And me being from the south, I can't help but think about the like if you're a hunter, oh my gosh, you know, you know, kind of crawling down back, you know, kind of, you know, one of these, you know, like maybe, maybe like like uh, like fire trails or whatever, you know, to get back to your favorite hunting spot and stuff. Well, if you're plowing back there with, you know, a Dodge Cummins diesel, <laughs> you just scared away. Everything. Yeah, and you'll you, be in
0: that. You'll be in that tree stand for a while.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> so, th- so, what happens with hunters is, is they can't drive up to where they need to go. They, they got to drive about halfway back there, and then they've got to hike probably about a mile to where they want to actually go hunting and stuff. With this thing, you don't need to do that. You can drive literally all the way back up into it, and it's not making a sound. Yeah. You know,
0: you know, um, I just thought of something. Um, did they talk about where they're sourcing the batteries? Are they still Panasonic? I believe it is still
1: Panasonic. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't ask anything about that. Um, mainly because I don't think it really matters um, as far as that goes. I mean, Panasonic is for the most part, the the number one, you know, Source of it and stuff. So, yeah, know, I mean all we'll all of the
0: it. all the EV batteries right now are either Tesla or Panasonic. Uh, yeah, but I just wanted to maybe they have some you know third party super you know it would be very Rivian of them to have their own source you know some company that they uh, you know picked up as a startup or something back in '9 and then have been quietly it into this <laughs> this <laughs> battery behemoth.
1: Yeah, it would be. Okay, well, it's a very Rivian thing to do. Well, what, what's funny is, is that um, one of the things that kind of popped into my mind as I was, as I was talking about, you know, how they've been, you know, in, you know, kind of in the background, putting everything together. And then all of a sudden they come up with just this, bam, it's this thing that is able to, you know, and I mean, they, they sucked the wind out of Tesla's sails so effectively. Oh yeah, I mean, and 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 then and then just kept going, like 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 they weren't just a blip on the screen. It was like boom, we've taken this, we've taken charge of this, and boom, we're going off with this. And of course, I I thought of Star Wars, and Emperor Palpatine, <laughs> and how he in bow, pow, I pow, pow. every, I I put everything together, and I have taken over. You know, you know Seth,
0: there, there I'm a, sorry. It's be bef- before the interwebs. They scream at us at through their phones. Palpatine.
1: Palpatine. Yes. What did I say? Palpatine. Yes. Sorry, Palpatine.
0: Yeah, this this is not Ovaltine This this, this, this yes. is the most. Yes. This this is the scariest guy in Star Wars lore history. Yes. Former anyway. chancellor, former emperor, current status unknown.
1: No, no, Probably. no. Have you not seen the last
0: I have I saw. I saw. I, I don't yeah. We don't we don't need to bring
1: Yeah culture into this. So anyways, so one of the other cool things with this is that they've they've put a lot of thought into these. Th- this is the thing that that really truly impressed me. Um when I went to this open house, one, there were like like uh, more than twenty Rivian employees there at at the at the facility, just kind of spread around and everything, and strategically placed. Like I met another guy, Zach, uh, who's their uh, head of communications. Um, I uh, but they also had a guy kind of sitting off to the side, and. He is the, uh, he's basically uh, the guy in charge of um, talent acquisition. So like if you were like, say in tech and you wanted to, you know, help them produce, uh, you know, their, their level three autonomy, which they're trying to get, you know, put you know, together and stuff like that, he could do that. That was actually one of the very, one of the one of the very first questions because when it, when I went up and I talked to uh, uh, RJ uh, Scringe, is uh is I was like, hey, you know, you know, want to congratulate you on the you know what you put together and stuff and everything, and I said it's it's really cool, you know. I told him I said it's really cool because instead of producing just like a car that has a very singular function, you've put together something that's, you know that's much more of a broad appeal and it's modular to what you need it to be and he said that was the idea um but the uh the other cool thing was as he looked at me he goes so uh are you in tech and i'm like no i sell cars (laughs) (laughs) but you know they're they're obviously looking to uh to 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 grab a hold of some some people who can do uh technical stuff <laughs> but that was yeah that was but that oh, was yeah. like one of the first questions he asked oh yeah that's well well for sure A company <clears throat> like that
0: is always looking for a smart company is always looking for more smart people yeah um, exactly so i i want to kind of close on this um unless you have something else you want to contribute but well I, 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 was, I was just
1: wanting to go over just just really really quickly um sure. and, and i i i, I will actually be quick this time um is the fact that the level of detail that they've put into this uh i sent a couple pictures to you um Mm -hmm. you commented on the yellow calipers there's also
0: Yeah.
1: yeah well and it was really nice because every there was all it seemed like every single thing that i saw there was at least Three layers to it. So, like the Rivian. On the side. Side. So, like so, the Rivian emblem on the side. Okay, so you had the front of it, which was like a like a brushed aluminum, like like you would normally think of as like an emblem would be. And then there was, um, like a black outline around the side of it like either either black or gray or whatever and then there was like a yellow underneath so 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 it was so it had like it had like, like like three different visual layers to it um looking at the floor mats the floor mats of all things it's it's this kind of visually it looks like 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 in depth hmm. uh, it's it's hard to explain stuff the seats themselves are more than just hey, leather over a frame kind of a thing. there's some sculpting to it, and then inside of the sculpting is more like 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 inlay of stuff
0: hmm. so like so like wow. the, cool.
1: the inlaid leather, you know like like different things into it, stuff like that. Um, and then of course you have the, the cargo tunnel on the truck. You have, um, the, uh, on what was really nice on the, uh, on the R1S was even though the back seats are, it's very thin. It can only sit two people. Um, but that's because they have air suspension and you get suspension has to go somewhere. So, you know, you fit them in between the suspension stuff, but, um, the uh, the the power switches to lay the seats down were on both sides. Oh, nice! So if you came to it from one angle or came to it from another angle, it didn't matter. You could do it from both sides. The same thing with the uh, with the uh, with the R1T truck bed, because you can because you can lay the you can lay the tailgate down either at a ninety degrees, or you can actually lay it down all all the way down to hundred eighty degrees with two little step things that pop out but the, but the huh, button for that, but the, but the button controls for that are on both sides that 180 degree tailgate that's like an even smarter
0: version of the ridgeline tailgate that swings that away to allow you access to the back of the bed
1: yes yeah, that's the same a, yeah. thing the
0: 180 degree tailgate does
1: yeah exactly
0: it's very good um let's exactly. let's talk for a minute before because i my thing's very short but the center tunnel the storage area under mm-hmm. underneath in the r1t It's so brilliant. It's, it's just what it sounds like. It's a, it's a horizontal storage space. Um, I don't know. How would you describe the opening? Like
1: 12 by 12 inches? No, bigger, bigger than that. Bigger than that. Like, like, like you, like as a person, you could, you could lay in there if you wanted to.
0: Wow. But yeah amazingly enough the thing that that storage space itself to me isn't the most clever thing the most clever thing is panel? I guess panel is the best word the, the, the panel that's exposed when you open the door to it to get to the storage When you open it, it opens down perfectly horizontal to the ground it has a sitting pad on it, it becomes a seat
1: yeah that's it's so that's, cool. That's the level of thinking, though, that that just blows me away. Because yeah, m- most other companies would have just created like this, this, this like swing just out door. door. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah, would have yeah. made a door. Hey, we made a door. Yeah. We made a door. Rivian said, no, 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 no. What we want to do is we want to have that thing fall down flat, and it creates a seat. Because their their entire idea is, is that. <clears throat> you're going to need somewhere to sit to put on your, like put on your hiking shoes or put on your, your, your ski boots or put on your, your hunting boots or whatever. Yeah. Like, like this is somewhere that you're going to, you know, so they gave you an outdoor seat to sit on to change your shoes or sit back and relax. Also, it's heavy enough, or it's sturdy enough, that you can stand on it, and it's big enough where you, where you can stand on it, basically with, with two feet, and get to stuff up on top. Like, 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 so, so, if you have the, uh, the, like, like, like upper racks or whatever, you can stand on top of this to get to the stuff that you have on the upper racks. <clears throat> yeah, it's just amazing. This absolutely amazing. So.
0: Um, the the only complaint, and it's a small one, the only complaint I have about Rivian, honestly, is how they name their vehicles.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very very basic. Um, I mean, you know, it goes back to
0: your rant about alphanumerics, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm not. Super excited, and I and I hope that they do kind of, you know, get. Although Cybertruck, anyways, (laughs) sorry. No, Cyber cyber, cyber Cybertruck is worse. it, It is so, but it's it's cool though in the fact that it it tells you exactly what it is without even looking at it.
0: Yeah, you know, but you know what it feels like. It, honestly, it fe- it feels like a so- piece of software that is then going to have the word beta afterwards. You know, this is our R one yeah. S beta because they haven't figured out a real name for it yet.
1: Well, and and I mean, I mean, at, at the heart of it, you know, R J Scaringe is a engineer. I mean, he's a yeah. graduate from MIT for heaven's sake. That's
0: that right. That's <laughs> why he hires the smart people to give him the names he can't come up with.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think maybe in the future they'll have names. Um,
0: I hope so. But, you know, it's not going to stop me from buying one if I want an electric pickup truck. It's just, no. it's just,
1: and, and, and that's the other things. thing, just really quickly. So, he's putting together a um, basically a program. It sounds like leasing where you pay monthly. But you can stop at any time. So as opposed to just you know, like like locking yourself into like a three year lease with this, you can basically just like, hey, I only need it for like 18 months. Or, you know, or you know, "Let, let me let me let me try this thing out for three months. Yeah. And you just have like a just a monthly surcharge kind of a thing you know, so, so he's, he's not only doing, he's not only doing that, but he's also, you know, he's not only making this vehicle, but he's also thinking of different ways of pe- people being able to enjoy it and so forth. So I don't know. Yeah. I have a yeah. lot of I, high to Rivian. Um, I do too. I, I, you know, I, I don't, especially after this last year, you know, 2019 was a huge year for them, and I mean, you know, getting getting three billion dollars in investment in a year means that people see you as something. So, yeah. you know,
0: yeah, and and you know what? And so do we.
1: Absolutely. So I think that's a podcast. Vroom that's vroom podcast.
0: out. Have a good night, Zach.